sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Be praise and honor and glory and power to Him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Welcome to the Let the Bible Decide radio broadcast. This broadcast is brought to you by members of the Locust Grove Church of Christ who meet at 240 Beersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Visit us on the World Wide Web at www.locustgrovechurchofchrist.com or come by to one of our services. Our Sunday worship services are at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. We have a Monday Bible class at 7 p.m. and a Wednesday morning Bible class at 11 a.m. and at 7 p.m. Give us a call at 770-957-6999 or 678-994-4668. For additional information, Call us at those numbers. Now let us begin our study and see what the Bible has to say. What is Bible repentance? What is Bible repentance? Repentance is the act of changing one's mind. Webster defines the word as to feel sorry for or reproachful for what one has done or has not done. Webster also gives the definition as to feel such regret and dissatisfaction over some past action or intention as to change one's mind about it or to change one's way. Repentance involves changing one's affections from earthly things to heavenly things. It it involves turning to the living God from a God of self. It is looking unto Christ instead of looking unto another. Repentance requires the right attitude towards sin. Let me say that again. Repentance requires the right attitude towards sin. This is godly sorrow. Repentance is the right attitude toward God. It is a return to God, not celebrating or remaining in sin and continuing in sin, but it is a return to God. Repentance is the right attitude toward self. The prodigal son came to himself. Repentance is the right attitude toward others. The Philippian jailer took Paul and Silas the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. Repentance is not just godly sorrow. Listen to this. Paul told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10, that godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. Repentance is not gloomy despair. When Judas sold his master for 30 pieces of silver, 
He was filled with gloom and despair so much that he committed suicide, but he did not repent. Repentance is not quitting a sin for a season. It is totally, let me say that again, it is totally turning from that act of sin. It is a complete 180 degree turn. Not a 360 degree because you will find yourself going in the same direction still. But it is a 180 degree turn. Repentance is not concealing sin. David tried to conceal his sin, but God exposed it. The story is told in Numbers chapter 32 and verse 23. We even know about David's sins today. Concealing sin is like trying to cover up spilled seed in order to hide it. The seed comes up and it is exposed. Repentance must be followed by works proving that change. In Acts chapter 19 and verse 19, the repentance was evident in the bringing of books valued at 50,000 pieces of silver and burning them before all men. This let all men know of a change which has occurred in your life. The Thessalonians showed their sincerity by turning from idols to serve the one true God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 9. Paul wrote the first letter to the Corinthians and included a scathing denunciation of their sinful deeds. However, part of the second letter to them was written commending them for their turning from their vile and wicked ways of living. A certain man had two sons, and he said unto one, Go work today in my vineyard. And the son answered, I will not. But afterwards, he repented and went. This story is told in Matthew chapter 21, verses 28 and 29. Whatever this young man did, Jesus said he repented. Jesus called his actions repentance. The young man reflected over the matter. He came to know that he was wrong, realizing that he had sinned against his father. Having arrived at this conclusion, the young man faced about in an opposite direction and did according to his father's request. All men need to repent, for all have sinned. All men sin, and as a result, all men need to turn from sin and turn to righteousness. When Paul was speaking from Mars Hill to the Athenians and reasoning with them concerning the living God, he told them that in times past, God had winked at such ignorance as the Athenians were then involved in, in doing, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. 
This story is told in Acts chapter 17 and reference here is made to verse 30 of that chapter. Unrighteous people need to repent. In Acts chapter 8, the story is told of a man who obeyed the gospel. He was baptized, but later for the love of gold and popularity, he wanted to buy the gift of the Holy Spirit. At this time, it seems apparent that Simon's heart was not sincere and pure. God, God, knowing the hearts of all men and certainly knowing the heart of Simon on this occasion, directed Peter by the Holy Spirit to tell Simon to repent, therefore, of this thy wickedness. And pray God, if perhaps the thought of thy heart may be forgiven thee. That is found at chapter 8 and verse 22. Simon was not even directed to pray first. The thing that was first and that was indispensable was to repent or change his attitude and desire. Simon was commanded to exercise proper sorrow for this act and to abandon his plan or principle or action. This lets us know today that all unrighteous men commit, they are exhorted to repent. Let me say that again. All unrighteous acts that men commit, they are exhorted to repent of these actions. This is their first work. They are not told to wait. They are not told to read. They are not told to pray or to receive an experience or to relate to a revelation in the expectation that repentance will be given to them. Such unrighteous beings are to repent, to change their affection and to turn to the living God. Then prayer may be acceptable. Then and only when man repents will God hear and answer. When man comes loving, when man comes to the point of loving his sins and resolving to continue practicing them, God will not hear him. John 9, 31, 1 Peter 3 and 12. Can we allow the Bible to decide? There is a blessing in repentance. For the one who has never been baptized into Christ, turning to the living God is the initial step of his response to the love of God which he has heard and believed by hearing the life of Jesus Christ, the Savior of man. For those who have, like Simon, been directed by the love of all power and the love of the world, it is that initial act that leads one to be restored to his former relationship with the Father. When man sins, he must either repent or perish. It is just that simple. 
when man sins, he must either repent or perish. It is just that simple. Man must face judgment, and that is the reason God has commanded all men everywhere to repent. God has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he had ordained, whereof he has given assurance to all men, in that he has raised him from the dead, Acts 17 and 31. The goodness of God should lead any man to repentance. Let me say that again. The goodness of God should lead any man to repentance. Peter, in writing his second epistle in chapter 3 in verse 9, stated that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is the goodness of God. This is the love of God. Repentance is a change in our affection, a turning to God, leaving Satan and serving the Savior causes one to avoid eternal destruction. Christ said, and Luke wrote it down in chapter 13, verse 3, of his account of the gospel of Christ, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. It is bad to sin, but it is even worse to sin and not repent. Again, Luke said, in his account of the gospel, Luke chapter 13 and verse 3, I tell you nay, unless you repent, you shall all likewise perish. It is a bad thing to sin, but it is even worse to sin and not repent. Why not take advantage of the opportunity of being saved today? For more, for more information concerning how you can Get into Christ, how you can put on Christ as written Galatians 3, 27. Contact us at the Locust Grove Church of Christ, 240 Bersheba Church Road, Locust Grove, Georgia, 30248. Or call us at 770-957-6999. Thank you for tuning in and let the Bible decide.